Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Man and Candace podcast. So good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, wherever you're listening. Welcome. If you're new here, welcome. This is the link in the description below. Follow me on Instagram at MDMAQ and at Man and Candace. So tonight, this morning, this evening, this afternoon, I want to talk to you about Xanax. Now, first off the bat, I'm not here to demonize it. I'm not here to glorify it. And I'm not here to judge you if you're taking it. Shout out to Pill Clinton. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to tell you about my experience with it. So before we get into that, I want to talk about Kanye West and how he just won't shut up and he makes bipolar people look bad. Like, I I don't know if he's in the episode or not. Like, I don't know. That's not, I'm not his doctor. But, like, come on. Like, you've said, what did he say? Hold on. He said something about killing the Jews. And, like, I... He went on Lex Friedman's podcast the other day. Now Kanye West is suggesting that Jewish doctor may have wanted to kill him. And he's getting support from other banks that are like, he's getting support from banks and people who are not found to be anti-Semitic, but it's just like, I don't know, guys, like your bank is very important. You know what I mean? And it's just like, why would you risk that by saying stuff about Jews, by being anti-Semitic? Like I, 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 I know a couple Jews and I know people that I probably don't know they're Jewish. You got to watch what you say, Kanye. And like the thing that about me is that he's the thing about him is that he has so much pride he won't apologize. He's like, nah, this is what, this is what they want. This is what they want. Blah, 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 blah. He's like going on a podcast tour. And the last thing this man needs is a podcast tour. That is the last thing he needs. Okay, let's talk about Xanax. <laughs> I used to take fake Xanax and I didn't know they were fake. I don't know what was in them, but like they were like the white Xanax bars with the two on the back. Those were the fake ones. The ones with the two on the back. Those were from Mexico. That's that's what I know. And I used to take them. I used to split them in four. I used, or I used to split them in half. And I would take them. And like the taste of Xanax is like unique. And it goes down your throat. And you love to hate it. Like you hate it because it's so chemically tasting but you love it at the same time and if it goes down your throat just right it makes you gag remember if you've become addicted to smoking elf bars by listening to this podcast you are entitled to monetary compensation i will buy you an elf bar (laughs) Xanax, 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 Xanax. 
I love Xanax. I really did. But the amount of uncontrollability, the amount of blackouts, the amount of risking your life isn't worth it to me anymore. It was fun while it lasted. It was fun. See, one thing I wish someone did with me is sit me down and explain to me what drugs do. I wish someone at a very young age just sat me down and said, drugs make you sad. Drugs cause depression. Like I wish someone broke it down for me in that way. And no one even broke it down for me besides my mom that nothing good comes from drugs. But what does that mean to a kid? You got to speak to the kids. I mean, like if 300 people are dying from fentanyl a day and they're kids. You know, I'm one of the lucky ones. Like, I... When I was in my addiction to Xanax, I was just out of control. I mean, I would black out. Like, I would take it knowing I was going to black out. And, like, blacking out was fun to me. I was like, ooh, wonder what adventure I'll wake up in next tomorrow. Like, I loved xanax i kept it on me i kept bars on me i kept yellow bars on me i'm like i wonder i wonder if i accidentally contributed to someone's death i don't know the cause of death to my friend megan but like that's the thing too it's like you sell this shit and anything can happen now if i was truly the cause of her death i'd be in jail so i'm not i'm just i'm just wondering what happened to her Rest in peace to Megan. Rest in peace to Daniel. You guys, this drug, I did a little research. And Xanax works by increasing the amount of the neurotransmitter GABA. And this neurotransmitter, when it's in the brain, it helps to promote calmness and relaxed feeling. You are so relaxed on Xanax. I mean, like, all your troubles are gone. I'm not trying to, like, trick you to take it, but, like, all your troubles are gone. All your worries are gone. Like, all that weight is lifted off your shoulders when you take Xanax. Like, that's what makes it so powerful and addicting is that it takes the load off of you. I don't know about you, but when I was using Xanax, I was, like, 17, and I was I had a lot of weight on my shoulders. It was, like, I had to go to college, I have to move in the dorm, but I have to take this addiction with me. It was like crazy because I was increasing my 17 is when I went to rehab. So I started increasing my use, not because I knew I was going to rehab. I didn't know. But like at 17, like my... tolerance for Xanax went way up. I was taking like two bars a day in the morning and like maybe two to four bars throughout the rest of the day just to maintain my high. But at the same time, I was taking alcohol. I mean, I was taking Adderall. So I was up and down, 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 up and down. My heart was boom, 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 boom,
boom, boom, boom, boom. And there was a point where like everything would stop and my heartbeat would take really long to go through. I mean, go. And like, I thought my heart was going to give out a couple times. Um, and I don't mean to be one of those people that are like, yeah, I'm, I, I was in a motorcycle accident. I could have died. I flipped three times, but I'm here. It's like, what's your purpose? My dad is one of those people. He'll be like, yeah, I survived a motorcycle crash and, um, yeah, I'm still alive. Mom, but you got 10 kids you don't attend to. You got 11 kids you don't attend to. So why? I can't stand people who are just like, yeah, I was shot, but I, I, they missed. Like, nigga. Just be humble. Just say, yeah, I was almost killed. And if someone asks, let them, let them, let them ask. I'm tired of people. Like, shit. No one starts a new drug thinking, I'm going to get addicted. Woo! You know, like I was in college. And like I would see literal zombies partying. And I would just be like, what is going on? There is this guy named Nick. And there was a couple guys named Nick. But we referred to them as their last names. I forgot what this guy's last name was. But his name was Nick. I remember distinctly. He had an apartment we were all partying at. And like he opened the door. And his eyes were just black. His eyes were just black. And I was just like, what? I tried to like wave my hand in front of him. And like someone told me, he's like, it's that Xanax. It's that Xanax. Here he goes on that Xanax again. And the next day he went to rehab. And I was like, oh shit, this is taking people out. And that that wasn't enough for me to say no. I would come over to my dealer's house and he'd be like, I'm, I'm just chilling. I took Xanax. And I'm just like, what is Xanax? Like, I was just so curious. And curiosity killed the cat. I was just so curious about Xanax. I was just like, what is it? How much is it? Can I get some? So they gave me one for free. It's how they get you. So they gave me one for free. And I immediately did not feel anything. I was just like, I don't know what the fucking deal is. I don't know what the what the what the hype is. I don't, I don't want it. So I, and then they're just like, oh, you got a bad one. And I'm like, what does that mean? I got a bad pill. I got a pill laced with dust. See, even then, I didn't know. I was so this was before I was selling it. Why do the best things have to be the worst for you? If Xanax didn't cause these adverse side effects of blacking out and talkativeness and like spending money you don't have, like those are the side effects of Xanax with me. I black out. I buy things that I shouldn't, things I can't afford, like trips. I get in the car on Xanax and I have no memory. And it's like you trust your body not to speed, not to you trust your mind not to run over another car while you're on Xanax. Like it's scary. It gets to a point where you need more to feel it. And when you take more, the more side effects you're going to have. Everyone I went to school with who was taking Xanax, which is pretty much everyone, including me. 
had another problem with drugs, like had alcoholism, was smoking weed chronically, cocaine, and they use Xanax to calm, to like to to calm down and to calm down from the stress of school, but also to calm down from the stress of all the drugs you took during the day. That's what it really was used for. Like so many kids were on Adderall, so many kids were on, um. Just like cocaine and weed and ecstasy and acid. And if you wanted to come down really quick, if you wanted to relax, you take a quarter of your Xanax bar. That's what it was. Um, that's how it was. I never used Xanax responsibly. I will say that. I manipulated my doctors to get Xanax. I don't have anxiety disorder or a panic disorder i don't have that so i wonder what goes through my doctor's mind when i ask for these things and i'm sitting there calm as can be i'll fill the xanax but i'll give it away to a homie like i don't trust myself with xanax i don't I'm going to do something stupid. I'm going to run someone over. I've already ran over two people in the car. They weren't walking. But like on what I thought was Xanax, turned out to be fentanyl. I got my first DUI. And that's my only DUI. Knock on wood. That's my only DUI. But yeah, I got a DUI. There's a whole episode about it called My DUI if you want to go take a listen. But I talk about everything My punishment, me going get my fingerprints, me having to get another car, me getting sued for everything I have, which was nothing at the time. I was 23. But I had progressive insurance at the time, so their lawyers are paying for that lady who can't even spell my name right on the cease and desist. Wipe my ass with that cease and desist. Because it said, hi, Candace. Candace Banks. And I'm just like, how do you misspell Candace Banks? Like, I don't get it. Anyway. Xanax is a sedative that treats anxiety and panic disorder, and I have none of that. Um, I briefly talked about my drug dealing in the first episode, which you can't really listen to because it's like horrible. But I had a doctor named Dr. Jasper Beesla, who was, I suspect, to be an offshore doctor because after a few months, he goes back to India. So, like, he, I asked him for Xanax. He said no. So I started faking his prescriptions to get me Xanax. So I would get the yellow bars, the white bars, and that's it. I didn't know about the blue footballs or the pink peaches. I didn't know about those. I just wanted bars because they, they would sell. So I would get the bars from like my local pharmacy and like I would sell them. And quickly, quickly I became people's favorite um, Xanax distributor because I had 
real Xanax. I mean, there was so much on the street with, with the fake Xanax. There was, it was flooded. The street was flooded with fake Xanax. It was, it was an epidemic of fake Xanax. Fake Xanax just everywhere. You couldn't escape it. You'd like, I don't know if you were like me, but if you bought like 15, 20 pills at a time at five bucks each, you were counting on them to be real. And then you take one, nothing. And you know your tolerance isn't that high for a whole bar. It just, the potential for overdose and misuse was very high. Eventually, the pharmacies caught on to me and called the police. And the police started an investigation on me. And they since closed that investigation. So I think the Phoenix DA office for not prosecuting me, I was a kid. I was a dumb kid who wanted to get high and needed money. I was desperate. I've never sold drugs since nine years ago. Never. There would be a big part of me that would feel guilty because, like, I had these customers named Leah and Duage, and they were a couple. And I don't like the song. Sorry. I hate this song. What the fuck is this? I picked a playlist that I wouldn't sing to because I, I want this episode to be serious or whatever. But I had this couple, Leah and Duage, and they would fight over Xanax. They would fight on Xanax. And then when they were not on Xanax, they would fight about who's going to buy more Xanax or who, like, ugh. I will never forget the time I beat her up. I beat her ass. Like, I beat her ass. I was on Green Hulks. What Green Hulks are, I think they're three milligrams of Xanax in a bar, but it's green. It has more Xanax in it. And they call them Green Hulks. So I was on one of those. And I beat someone's ass. I was filled with rage. And, like, Xanax can enhance any mood that you're in. If you're angry, you're going to be super angry. If you're in love, you're going to be super in love. If you're happy, you're going to be super happy. This seems to work on everything except, like, sadness. I don't know. It's just, like, Xanax has a way of gripping your soul and sucking the life out of you. I had a friend, I'm not going to say her name out of respect, but like I, she was on Xanax. And I remember one time I was rolling on Molly for three days straight. And she's like, Candace, 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 you need a bar. You need a Xanax bar, Candace, just take a bar. Here, take one of my bars. You need a bar. And I was like, I don't need this Xanax. I don't want to get addicted. No. I was like three days on Molly. Like Jesus has risen on the third day. Like it, it was insane. 
but I didn't take a bar. And like one day my defenses were down. I took the bar. I didn't feel anything. And then like my defenses were down again. Like curiosity killed the cat. I tried Xanax again. And man, I've passed out. And then I was like, what's the point? And then someone gave me like half a Xanax and I was partying. I was having a great time. I was just like, where has this been all my life? And that's how it hooks you. Any drug that promises to take away or any any drug that like takes away pain, I have to be very cautious of it because it's just like I have a lot of emotional pain and like that's why I will never I will never try opiates. I will never try heroin. I will not do it because I know I will like it and it will be the death of me. There are drugs that you just don't come back from, and that is heroin and opiates. I mean, I'm going to do a whole episode on the Sackler family. That's the family who owns, who made Oxycontin, owned the patent on it for years, and basically started the opioid epidemic. They've been sued by the Navajo Nation for like half a billion dollars. Um, They've been sued by other tribes. They've been sued many times. And, like, they're still one of the richest families in the United States, in the world. They're up there with the Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts. So it's just, like, it's, it's so sad. Like, this, the research that I've done is just so sad. I read somewhere that... Xanax is actually freeze-dried alcohol. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. I don't remember my 20s because of Xanax. Before I went to rehab, I started noticing that I couldn't go down the stairs anymore without having a seizure. Half of my body would just shake. Like I put one foot down to like go down the stairs and it would miss and I would fall and then my whole body would start shaking. And it would last, like, they were mini seizures. Like, they would, like, my whole body would give out, half my body would give out, or, like, just my legs. Oh, I was taking so much Xanax. One time, I was on Xanax and, and Adderall, and I came across this random person who had acid, so I bought acid. I took acid, then I fell asleep, and I woke up tripping. I woke up tripping on acid. You know how frightening that is? Do you know how frightening that is to wake up tripping on acid? Jeez, I love you, though you hurt me so. Now I'm gonna pack my things and go. I need to take a shower. You guys, my weed use has cut down a lot. It's cut down a lot. 
Um, this time last year, I was smoking weed like all day, every day. As soon as I wake up, as soon as I wake up, I draw now. As soon as I wake up, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about like, I feel very stagnant in my art. I feel like I'm not creative anymore. I feel like my energy hasn't left me, but I just like, I want to do something, but like the energy to execute it, which I know I can execute it, it just takes so many steps. And like, I don't want anything to do with it. Oh shit. Coming to you live from the city of Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Oh shit. Here we go. I am on that 24 hour champagne diet. Sipping, I should urge you to try it. Hey, rest in peace. Rest in peace to take off from the Migos. He died, I think, early this morning from a gunshot wound on Halloween night. Rest in peace to take off. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I can't believe he's gone. He was only 28. Quavo was there too at the shooting. And what's what is up with black people killing each other? I'm not even sure it was a black man that shot him, but I'm almost sure. Like, why are rappers dying like this? Who's next? Let me talk to the rappers real quick. Look, we live in a society with increasing inflation. And when you have increasing inflation, you have an increased poverty. And when you have increased poverty, you have desperate people. When you have desperate people, you have more crime. My mom wants to have a yard sale. And she's betting that she's not going to get fucking licked because she lives in this neighborhood. This neighborhood is a facade. You got addicts down the street. You got child trafficking up the street. Every neighborhood, every neighborhood's a trap. Every neighborhood's a fucking trap. I don't care how nice your neighborhood is. The people aren't nice. The people cannot be trusted. You can trust. And I tried to break it down for her because I told her, I was like, the last time you had a yard sale, what happened three days later? Someone came in our house and hit a fucking lick, took my shit, took your shit, and took the $800 you made from the yard sale. I was trying to tell her, you better not have a yard sale at this house because people are going to wonder what else is in your house. That's how people think. And we are in inflation. So the value of this house has gone down. Everyone's pissed. No one can have nice things. And there are people out there that really believe that if they can't have something, that the person next to them can't have it. So I warned her, do not have a yard sale. Sell it online. Give it away. And they're like, no, that's going to attract more attention. You know what's going to attract attention? A yard sale sign to a garage sale pointing exactly like 
people who drive to yard sales, how many of those people are from the neighborhood? I don't trust people. I've been, my home's been burglarized three times as a kid. I don't trust people. I can't believe Takeoff died. Rest in peace. You know, so we really never had no old money. We got a whole lot of new Rest in peace, take off. Oh my god. We will never get that again. We will never get such creativity again. Like we all know takeoff was behind all the hits. My bitch bad and bougie. Cooking the dope with the Uzi. My bitch, bad Uzi. I can't believe he's gone. I, I just. I wonder what he was doing. I heard he was at a party, but like, I want to know, like, the investigation. I want to know about who did it, why they did it. We're going to have a whole episode on this. Like, I, I swear. Like, I just, like. I feel so bad. Does he have kids? Oh my god. Xanax wasn't the only benzo that I'd done. Benzo stands for benzodiazepine, and that's the class of drugs that Xanax falls into. So I also did this drug called Kalanapin, and they call it K-pins. Those, I could take 30. I could take six. Six was my number. I wake up, the rest are gone. And like I would have so much fun on them, but I would black out. I pray I never. The last Xanax prescription I took six of them. Nothing really happened, and I gave it away because I got sixty. Why does my doctor give me sixty Xanaxes? That's a lot. No one's having a panic attack every day. I'm like some. some someone's got to hold these doctors accountable. Someone's got to hold me accountable. I'm manipulative. It's like when you have a manipulative addict and a, and a, and a doctor that is loose. I don't want to judge my doctor, but he's like, sure, sure, yeah. And I take advantage of that. All I have to do is be like, oh, can I have this? And it's just like, one, how do you know what to ask for? That's a red flag. Not, you're not letting the doctor do the job. See, addicts go in the doctor's office with a plan with the with the plan to get the good drugs in rehab i've never seen anything like it but this girl who was a heroin addict she was like suboxone is not enough i need a fentanyl patch la la like she was angry she raised hell till they finally gave her a fentanyl patch and like there was another girl in rehab who had a fentanyl patch and ate it Someone told her, someone who probably didn't like her, was like, if you eat your fentanyl patch, you'll get a stronger effect. So she ate it. And, like, they were trying to make her throw up. She's like, I didn't eat it, I didn't eat it, I didn't eat it, I didn't eat it. But it wasn't on her body anymore. And, like, she, they made her throw up. And she threw up the fentanyl patch. And 
drugs, if you think it can't get worse, it can. Drugs are bad, okay? So I hope that this episode has made you think twice about doing Xanax. It's not... Overall, the bad outweighs the good. You could be totally under control on Xanax. You could be someone opposite of me with my experience. But the facts remain the same is the more you you use Xanax, the more your body depends on it. It gets to the point where your body will shut down and cause seizures and maybe go into a coma and even death if you stop taking these drugs because your body's so dependent on it. When I was in rehab, I was in detox for like two weeks trying to get Xanax out of my system without dying. They were giving me Ativan. They were giving me this other sedative um, that was really good. The Ativan was really good. I was like, I need this. But like, no, I think I was on the same stuff Roseanne was on. Was it Ativan? I don't know. But that's when she said that that congresswoman looks like a monkey and she was black. (laughs) Roseanne! This is Candace with the Manic Candace podcast saying my bit about Xanax. Yeah, think twice. Use responsibly. And if you have adverse side effects, stop. Stop. If you're blacking out, stop. If you're buying things you have no memory of buying stop if you wake up to text messages that are just like you texted your ex and you opened up all those wounds again stop and rest in peace to take off this is the man at candace podcast good morning good evening good night good afternoon wherever you're listening i bid you adieu bye-bye